You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. North and score north.com. No, Pat, go. No, no, Pat, no, Pat, no, no, yeah. uh, not, not this time. Go, Pat, go into 20 years of quarterback cesspool. That's yep. where they're going to go. Welcome to the club. You had your 30 years, you only got two Super Bowls in your 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It's more than the Vikings. Dude, the Vikings had Christian Ponder starting for like three years. Okay. The Vikings had, what was that guy's name? Spurgeon Wynn started a couple games. Well, you guys Spurgeon had Wynn, Brett yeah. Favre. What was his name? Yeah. Spurgeon Wynn's one of the legendary yeah, starts say, in, in Baltimore and Green Bay, right? Yeah. Sorry. I, the disrespect of Spurgeon Wynn yeah. will, will not stand here. This is uh, the Purple Picks edition of Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And uh, getting back to 500 is probably a prerequisite if your plan is to win a Super Bowl at some point. So we'll make our official picks. We will dive into some of the trends and what the Sharps are saying about this game against the Packers. But let's start with this question for you guys. What are you most confident about on behalf of the Vikings going into this game? I'm most confident about the fact that the Vikings offensive line will continue to play like they did on Monday. Now that was a great performance, but, but you know, the advanced metrics have shown that this line has played well all season long um, and gone are the days of being able to use as the default narrative, which was accurate for a long time that the line stunk as an extension. I'm also confident the Vikings will establish the run game. They, now, they have had, in their seven games this season, they have had two games in which they rushed for more than 100 yards. I think this will be game three, and the reason is this. The Vikings' rushing offense is 30th, which is not good. It's terrible. But the fact is, the offensive line is not at fault here. The offensive line has done its job. It's the running backs who have had tr- struggles. Conversely, Green Bay's defense against the run is 30th as well. We talked about this yesterday. And so I think the Vikings will be able to, and and this is very important, assuming that the Vikings have the right seven stud cleats on this time and don't get players freelancing and deciding that they're going to wear turf cleats on grass. I think the Vikings will establish the run game, and I think the offensive line will have another really good game. Been a long time since we could say against the Packers, that we would give the Vikings offensive line an advantage. But in this case, I think I am, I'm, I'm confident in saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, a little bit of a twofold thing. Number one, I'm, I'm confident Brian Flores is going to blitz the absolute hell out of Jordan Love and make his life very, very difficult. Um, I think Flores will come up with a, enough you know, pressure at him, and he has bad numbers against pressure. I think Brian Flores will fluster him pretty good. And also, the Packers' injuries going into this game are going to be a problem. Whether limited guys end up playing or not, their their practice reports have been just not a good sign for a lot of starters. Not just like how oh, fringe guys, a lot of, lot of guys are banged up going into this game, whether they're active or not. Um, so they're going to be without their full arsenal of, of, a, of a really solid team. So 
mostly on the field. Floor is blitzing them, and I think the Packers' injuries are going to play a, a big factor here as well. Yeah, man. I would say, yeah, the offensive line stuff, like this is the first time I would say in a long time, the Vikings' offensive line feels like it's better than the Packers' offensive line, so I agree with that. I think Brian Flores does a great job confusing all quarterbacks, and you know, Jordan Love, he's not like a young quarterback as much as he is, just inexperienced in regular season football games. He's had tons of chances to watch film over the years and simulate everything. So he's had a ton of mental reps, but I think facing a Brian Flores defense is a different animal when you haven't done it before. So he's going to get everything thrown at him. And I am, I am confident that the Vikings are going to, they're going to create like three or four turnover worthy plays. And whether they get the interception or force the fumble is going to be kind of up to them and maybe kind of up to chance at that point. But I'm confident that Brian Flores is going to make Jordan Love's life very difficult on Sunday. What scares you the most about this game from a Vikings perspective? Oh, this one's simple. Letdown. Short week, and you just won a big game, and now you got everyone saying, oh, man, you are back. Look at when you don't turn the ball over or at least win the turnover battle. You're fantastic. You're unbelievable. San Francisco, you kicked their ass. Okay, some of those things are, are true. Nonetheless, that's what concerns me. This is, it's such a cliche, but it's so true. This is such a week-to-week league for most teams. Like, and, and you win by, as, as the Vikings have proven, you win by often narrow margins. You lose by the exact same thing. Um, you're going to have one, the Thursday practice is going to be the only real practice because they essentially did, and this is fine, a walkthrough on Wednesday. The Friday practice is light. Saturday, it's a walkthrough again. So, one, two, and three for me among Vikings concerns is the inevitable feeling of a letdown that can come after a big win at home in primetime. Yeah, tripping over yourself to a degree just because now the Vikings are riding high after a 49ers win. Um, that obviously scares me a little bit. I don't really see the weather being a humongous factor like it's been in previous situations in Lambo where there's been like crazy wind or crazy cold. Um, just that factor of the Vikings probably tripping up themselves. And, you know, teams that play the 49ers historically have just not had good weeks after playing them. So I, it's internal. It, it's kind of the Vikings shooting themselves in the foot before I would see the Packers just absolutely steamrolling them, if that makes sense. I think, yeah, I think you guys are making some good points here. I'm going to give you one of the trends from uh, Action Network here just uh, a couple minutes early. The thing that scares me the most remains playing the 49ers the week before, getting beat up. It's a physical matchup. Now, teams that have played the 49ers and then the next week, the next week they've won three games this season. But if you zoom out, teams after playing the 49ers are 4-19 and 19 since the start of last season. And 19-39 and 39 straight up. This is straight up, not against the spread. 19-39 and 39 since 2020. So lately, especially, teams don't fare well after playing the 49ers. It's kind of a weird trend. And this is a shorter week for the Vikings. So I think just like getting back up and pushing forward is going to be a little harder than just like, you know, walking into the stadium and putting your uh, putting the right cleats on, which was a big thing last year. They yeah, didn't have the right mad cleats about on. it. <laughs> they're still bitter. So make sure that make sure the training team and the equipment team is uh is pushing those guys. Okay, what are the sharps saying about this game? Actionnetwork.com. Vikings are one 
one and a half point favorites across the sports books. 61% of bets are on the Packers, but 93% of the money is on the Packers. What do you guys think of that? Go ahead, Dex. Probably, I, I guess they're they're probably thinking that number one, a home dog. Like, I, home dog is always an enticing bet to make, right? Um, uh, I know the Vikes were big time home dogs against the 49ers, but also probably people not buying into the fact that the Vikings beat the 49ers and it's legitimate, and that the Packers are reeling a little bit. They're coming back home, and historically, under you know the two best quarterbacks maybe of my lifetime, and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, that it's the Packers don't go through lulls where they're just losing, 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 losing. So I think it's probably a lot of that of people not believing the Vikings and thinking the Packers will finally get right. That's probably where I where my head's at here. And I also think for that community, the the stat that you just gave about how teams fare after they play San Francisco is probably enormous as well, yeah. right? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Yeah, in fact, there's a lot of interesting trends here that let's just dive into some of them. That It might help paint a picture for why a lot of people are betting the Packers in this game. So Kirk Cousins is 2-7 and seven against the spread in his last nine starts on short rest. He's also 5-8 uh, and eight against the spread as a Viking on short rest. That doesn't make sense. Oh, la- I got it. Yeah, last nine starts and then zooming out to like the last few years. He's, he's below 500 by far against the spread when he has a short week. Hopefully he worked Tuesday, at least a little bit this week. Uh, This says, tough spot for the Vikings. They won as underdogs last week, and now they're on the road on short rest. Teams coming off a straight-up win as an underdog who are then on the road on short rest only win 29% of those games straight up the last 20 years. How about that? That's a really interesting one. Kirk is just 12-18 and straight up in toss-up games with the Vikings, a toss-up being a spread of three points or less on either side. He's just 12 and 18 in those close projected games, making him the least profitable quarterback on the money line in those situations. Teams with zero touchdowns through eight games since 2000, the 17 Dolphins, the 13 St. Louis Rams, the 09 Kansas City Chiefs, and the 05 Arizona Cardinals. The Vikings are in very rare territory here without a rushing touchdown going into week eight. They got to get one at some point. Hand it to Daniil Hunter, for God's sakes, as Judd said. They'll get one. Offensive problems in Green Bay. 31st in completion percentage, 24th in yards per pass attempt, 26th in passer rating, and 24th in rush yards per attempt. So they just they can't move the ball. And then one more here from a Packers perspective. The last five years, teams after playing in Denver in that thin air are 21 and 11 against the spread in their next game. Second most profitable previous road opponent in the NFL. So you get out of that Denver air, you come back down to sea level, and you generally are uh, much better against the spread, 21 and 11. So your lungs are filled with more air, yes. 
So, okay, before we get into who wins and who covers, Judd, let's tell the audience about our friends at Livia. Who wins when it comes to losing weight? Uh, that Oh, man, that's exactly what I was going to say because it's my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And you know what, my friends? It's you as well. Like, if you are watching this right now, there's a there's a photo of before and after for Sports Dad. Guy on the left, a little chunky. Guy on the right, oh, lean, mean fighting machine down 40 pounds. And now you can join the list. And there is an entire list now of Score North and Purple Daily Faithful who have uh, tried this program and seen the results. And the results are that it works. I keep saying this. It's a lifestyle change, but you still get to lead your life. It also is a lifestyle change in which Livia is going to be with you every step of the way to help you not only lose the weight, that's incredibly important, but also, just as important, keep the weight off. And right now, an offer is on the table. You talk about contracts. You talk about contract extensions. Livia is offering you three months free. Three months for free. You're going to drop a ton of weight. You're going to feel great. You're going to keep going. And come springtime, all those clothes that might not fit now, they're all going to fit. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com for you to change your life for the better, Livia.com. Uh, hey, we've got, uh, I think we have a winning slip here from Underdog Fantasy, Dex. Yes, we Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Let's yep. go. And I, I, I got, I've gotten a lot over the last week, and uh, you know, Dex Tweets has gotten a little bit of bad beats uh, here on Underdog Fantasy, but at the same time, my favorite part about watching, whether it's Vikings games or primetime games, is the great in-game specials that Underdog gave. I, I told you guys last Sunday about the Tush Push special. Anytime the Eagles did a Tush Push, they made a little easy uh, special for your pick options at Underdog Fantasy. You can join Underdog Fantasy. New users can use promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. You'll get a mystery pick special plus a $100 deposit match. Show us those slips. We appreciate everyone joining an Underdog Fantasy and joining in on the fun. Go download the underdog fantasy app. All right, boys, it's time to decide who wins and who covers here in this Vikings Packers matchup. So we have been uh, not very good picking games generally here. I've been the worst out of all three of us. So straight up, this is just picking straight up winners in Vikings games. You guys are both four and three. I'm two and five trying to figure out who's going to win these Vikings games. Your house is gone, dude. I don't even know shed right now. I don't know which way is left or right when it comes to yep. picking the Vikings Enjoy from week trailer. to week. Uh, in terms of against the spread, Judd is three and four. Declan and I are both two and five against the spread picking Vikings games. So, hog. all right, who wins? Who covers? So, give me who wins and by how many? Vikings are one point five point favorites here, Judd. So. Because of all the things that you just ran through as far as this game goes, th- this is a very interesting game. Um, I'll also add, of course, the quarterback was different, that the Vikings have dropped the last two games in Green Bay, and they haven't uh, and they have not lost close games. They've been outscored a combined 78 to 27 in the past mm, two games cool. in Green Bay. But that, of course, was not Jordan Love at quarterback. You know what? I think this is a and this is slight hyperbole, but it feels to me like this is a do or die game. Like the Vikings got off to a terrible start. Now you're back within a game of 500 by Sunday night. You can be four and four. You've sort of lost the games that we expected you to, to win. Like there's not a lot of wiggle room now, right? Like you, it, it's go time. I'm going to say mm-hmm. the Vikings cover the spread and the Vikings win this game. I think it's going to be close. I don't think that they're going to uh, boat race the Packers, um, but if they don't win this game, I think we're sort of back to, okay, now you're two games under 500 again. Mm. You know, the Lions will probably beat the Raiders. 
this is an incredibly important game, and it starts it starts at the very top. Kevin O'Connell, man, you got to have this team prepared to play coming off a big win. And as Phil documented, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, but I'm going to say, you know what? My expectations are back to being not super high, but they're high enough that I think the Vikings can win and should win this game. Okay. I have the Vikings winning. I have them winning 21-17. That's where I'm at here. Um, even though the Packers are banged up, I still think this is probably closer than it should be because that's usually what the Vikings like to do. Um, but I do think the Vikings are going to win at Lambeau Field. The Packers are reeling here a little bit. This is a, just a chance for the Vikings to prove they can get their season back on track. And a win in Lambeau after a huge win against the 49ers would certainly do a lot for this fan base. So I'm going to try to will this win and also my own spread predictions back into a positive manner. Vikings mm. win 21-17. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Everything about, like, there's there's the I one know, side of the judges said, this is a must-win kind of game. They finally got it fully on track against the Niners, and the fairy tale story would be, here we go, and away <laughs> we go, right? This would be the fairy tale And away tale story. we go. The data screams Packers in this game. Screams Packers. Yeah, it does. For everything that we just talked about. And so I'm going to do everyone a favor here, all right? I'm going to take one for the team. Just like, what was the, Judd, you did it with uh, the Twins playoff Twins. prediction, right? I, but I didn't write that down. I cost myself points on purpose. So I guess my love. I'm going to take one for the team. Technically, it's not in the write that down realm here. But I'm going to say the Packers upset and disappoint the Vikings here. And obviously they would be covering because the Packers are underdogs in this game. So I'm going right. to, I'm going to go Packers here, dude, 29. Oh. What was that number? We said 29% when you are, when you win as an underdog and then you go on the road on short rest, only 29% of those teams win straight up the next week. And then all the other data too, whenever the, the Vikings win. get too high, Oh, the I Kirk know. Cousins era, man. So the hand of football God comes and smacks him upside the head. It, it'll just the San Francisco win will feel so much um, less satisfying if you don't. It, it's almost like a double album, like and and you got to release both of them, and so you got the San Francisco one, right? Judd's, ver- Judd's four, version, Judd's version, the four exactly. But now you got to pay it off with a Packers win. Do you trust them to pay it off with the Packers win here? Not, no. Not entirely, but I do <laughs> That's think. That's where I'm at, dude. That's where I'm but at. But I do. Right now. But but I'm just saying, if they don't, then then it feels Monday feels much more hollow. Oh my god! Because it, it's like, okay, yeah. you won that game, but now you're two games under 500 again. Yep. You know, it, yes, you're in the playoff race still, but it's hard to take you seriously again. You yep. know, the Packers. Uh, if Jordan Love, here, here's a, a great factoid, ESPN stats and info from our friend Kevin Seifert. If Jordan Love, if Phil is right, and the Packers win with Jordan Love. It will be, oh, yeah. he will be the first starting quarterback to beat the Vikings, not named Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, since Mike Tomzak in 1991. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Mike Tomzak. I man. thought it was Magic Man because he started the first game, but the Vikings won Tomzak the first game of backup. 92. Yep. And Favre was on the bench for that game. He obviously did not get, get in until uh, Mikowski got hurt. But how about that? Mike Tomzak. That's crazy, man. So just know that I am, again, two and five picking Vikings games this season straight up. So I'm almost certainly going to be wrong here. So you can rest easy this weekend, Vikings fans, knowing that I'm I'm doing this for you. I am picking the Packers for you. 
Mike okay. Tomczak is now 61 years old, by the way. <laughs> That's incredible. Amazing. All right. Well, those are the official picks here. Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip. We're going to be right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel for Vikings Ventline after Vikings Packers finish up. And boy, if they win, away we go. If they lose, big time discussions to be had before the trade deadline. If yep. they lose also, they're not really like they're like the worst case scenario is that they're like a game out of the wild card. So they're still in it. That's the thing. But but are you going to are you going to feel like they are like they are right? They'll yeah. technically be in it, but it's going to feel like such a deflating like, well, now you're not now. Now here you don't go here. We here we stall and and away you fall. I mean, we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. This I, I don't know what to yeah. say about this if they lose. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We're going to be there for you uh, right after the game is over. Vikings vent line purple daily where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.